All right, we are finally live. Sorry for a little bit of the delay. Well, actually, the two-week delay because we didn't do a podcast last week. Uh, our apologies. But uh, Xbox Two is back. I'm one of your hosts, Randall Thor19, and with me, as always, the co-host with the co-most, Jez Corden of Windows Central. What's going on, buddy? Hey, man. How's it going? Pretty good. Playing Pretty good. Games. Playing games. Having a lot of fun, um, you know. I've been, I've been, I've been driving around Britain in your neck of the woods over there. <laughs> uh, is your house in the game? No, 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 no. You, my, my town in England is like it was made in like a million years ago. So like the roads are really tiny and and narrow and and not good for racing, really. I would say. Yeah. Um, Crash a lot. So, I mean, how you been, dude? I haven't actually talked to you in since uh, since I think last week. Yeah, not bad, man. Not, not bad. bad. Just same, same old work. Same old work. Putting out articles, getting them leaks. <laughs> uh, have I leaked anything recently? No. I don't know. I mean, so. you did leak the uh, Razer Xbox partnership for the keyboard and mouse thing. That turned out to be uh, correct. Did you not? I did. Back in June, we. That and it was 100% accurate. Thank God. <laughs> Mighty Ryan in chat says 100 likes and Jez will re- review Forza Horizon 4. <laughs> no. <laughs> please, please, no. Doesn't got chainsaws, so Jez isn't really interested in playing that game. Um, yeah, it feels good to be back. I know a lot of people missed the show. Uh, we got a, a jam packed one here because basically we missed two weeks. And a ton of stuff happened this week, like a ton of stuff. So obviously, we're going to cover the whole crossplay thing, as both me and Jez were shocked to see Sony, as they say on the internet, bend the knee. Is that is that a is that what they say? Sony bend, bend the, the knee. knee? Yeah, bend the knee. that's what people say. That's <laughs> that's what the Iron Lords podcast say. Shout out to Cognito and the guys over there that you know Sony bent the knee. <laughs> oh man I don't, Sony, call it that. I, I don't know if I call it that either but hey um, so definitely going to delve into that uh, and Phil Spencer dropped some bombs uh, he uh, went on Inside Xbox announced a what would you call it an Xbox fan event similar to so, uh, PlayStation Experience bringing it back that's yeah. pretty huge pretty big. that's pretty huge um Keyboard and mouse support. Uh, we've had a couple game studios shut down, unfortunately, yeah. which we'll talk about. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll talk about Forza Horizon. Uh, what have you been playing, Jez? I mean, you've been playing something. Uh, yeah, I've sort of. Oh, sorry, I've got create a bit of an echo there. I have been winding down on my um, WoW addiction a bit because uh, the end game's not that good. I don't know if you saw my review, but I gave it six out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> so like after after all, you know, when I was playing through, I was really loving it, really loving it. And World of Warcraft's Endgame is a mess right now. It's almost as if they needed some kind of beta test to test it beforehand. Oh, they had one of those, and they ignored all the feedback. Okay, so uh, there's that gone over that stuff. Um, I've been playing a lot of Overwatch recently. Um, Back into that somehow, 
Uh, the new heroes are pretty fun, and also there's BlizzCon. I'm a I'm a Blizzard fan, you know. I and can tell. Yeah, with Blizzard, uh, BlizzCon's coming up soon, so sort of riding that hype train at the moment. Um, but I've also been playing a game I can't really talk about called Assassin's Creed Odyssey, <gasps> which I am reviewing currently. Oh. Central. Does it have chainsaws though? Mm, no, but it's plenty bloody. Plenty, plenty, bloody. plenty go- gory. Yeah, so you really can't talk about it, right? You're probably still under that uh, tasty embargo. Yeah, I think so. Well, um, you don't want to say anything and get us all in trouble. Yeah, I don't. I better not. But, yeah. So that's that's what you've been playing. So I mean, we 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 there's a whole bunch of topics to get to. Um, if you guys have any uh, things you want to add, obviously the chat's open. We'll read out some comments. If you want to get your thing read immediately, an answer super chat's always available. Uh, hit the like button, subscribe, and let's get into it. So, uh, really quickly, first things first, it's all about the games here. Uh, me and Jez love playing video games. Uh, so Jez can't talk about Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and nobody wants to hear about World of Warcraft for the hundredth time. <laughs> right? So, uh, have you... I'm have trying you... to think what else I've been playing, but I haven't really... I've been... You know, Assassin's Creed games are huge, right? And Odyssey's no exception. So I've pretty much been all my free time has been spent in Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I haven't really been playing anything else. I mean, I'm just checking my games list now to try and remind myself. But no, I've just been playing uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, um, and that's it, pretty that's much. It. And I can't, I can't even talk about it, which which is annoying. But I, I suppose they won't be mad if I say that I'm enjoying it. Oh, okay. You know. Um, that, I mean, that's good. Obviously, you want to enjoy the games. Um, so I, 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 I played two games because we, we weren't here last week. I finished up Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I don't know. Did you get a chance to check that game out? Oh, yeah. I did play Shadow of the Tomb Raider a bit. But um, again, uh, exactly the same thing happened what happened with Rise of the Tomb Raider. I just got bored, man. You got bored? I just got bored. Laura not doing it for you? Lara, Laura, just... people give me people give me crap for that. Yeah, Roby calls her Laura too. It's Lara. It's Lara. Must be a it's U.S. Lara. thing. I don't maybe, know. Maybe, but uh, I don't know. I just I don't know what it is about the Tomb Raider games. I just sort of I just, I just find them really boring. I hate the gunplay. The explorative bits are the most interesting parts of the game. I don't like exploration games either. So. I don't know. I just think maybe they're just not for me. You know, it's it's a stunning game. It's beautiful, you know. But man, the combat's just not very good. Personally, mm. what, do you, so, what do you think of it? I I thought it was the weakest of the three games. Uh, oh, really? Personally, yeah, I I think Rise of the Tomb Raider and Tomb Raider were better. Um, that's not to say like the game's horrible by any stretch of the imagination. I gave it an eight. You know, I really like the the focus on the exploration aspect of this one, but it's it's paced so weirdly because there's hardly any combat in the game. And normally you say, "Well, that's that's a big plus," but like there are moments and where you go for hours without any sort of action. And like the problem was for me, I didn't find the storyline or any of the people you're talking to to be interesting whatsoever. Um, so it was just one of those things where I was just like, uh, it, 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 I saw the potential because in the beginning of the game, you think they're going to delve into like Laura's psyche of like, she causing these things. Right. 
And then they don't really do anything with that. You know, they give you these great stealth mechanics, but then they don't let you use them. You know, like it's... it's yeah, like a, I know what you mean. It's... It's just like they don't know what kind of game they want it to be. You know, they want it to be a shooter or a stealth game. If you want it to be a shooter or a stealth game, you're going to have good shooting mechanics, which the game ain't got. And you've got to have, like, more reasons to stealth, which, by the sounds of it, didn't have enough stealth stuff in it. So, I don't know. I think they need to go back to the drawing board a bit with, with Tomb Raider. And this is the end of the trilogy, right? They're not, there's not going to be a fourth. Uh, I mean, yeah. So uh, Camille Ludding, Luddington, I think that's how you say her last name. She um she kind of hinted that she this was her last game. I mean, I guess they could always reboot the character, bring in a new voice actress or whatever. Mm. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it was the last one. I don't. I know those games sold well, but I don't know if they ever sold like, hey, like we need to keep on making these things. But I mean, I enjoy the games. I mean, I I really enjoyed my time with it. I played it for thirty hours. Um. But I don't know. I felt it could have been. It could have been better. You know. It's like the the things that I remember about classic Tomb Raider that I liked is like the sense of discovery, and I feel like Rise and Shadow did have that. And like I said, I didn't get through either of them, but um, they had that sense of discovery and stuff like that. But also, there was always this sort of sense of fear because Lara was pretty squishy in those games or like and you gotta remember i'm sort of trying to remember back to my childhood when i played those games and my memory of the original tomb raider games is pretty pretty fuzzy but i remember being afraid when i saw a wolf because it could kill you pretty easily if you you know weren't jumping around and shooting it like that and uh I never really felt vulnerable in, in Tomb Raider. I, it just felt like, oh, if I die, there's going to be a checkpoint three seconds back, you know. And I, they, I, I feel like they were sort of trapped between figuring out how to modernize the franchise while not losing what makes Tomb Raider Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah, like Mighty Ryan just said in tat, Idos Montreal needs to get back to making Deus Ex. I completely agree. It's... I don't know why they were foisted off on Tomb Raider when Deus Ex is such an amazing franchise. and Because well, Tomb Raider sells and Deus Ex didn't? I mean, isn't that like kind yeah, of the answer, so. unfortunately? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, Deus Ex Human Revolution sold, but... Well, Mankind Divided didn't. Mankind Divided didn't. And Mankind Divided sort of suffered from diffuse focus syndrome where they had this sort of multiplayer pay-to-win aspect in it just as an excuse to have microtransactions in it but it was garbage and clearly it took away from the whole the the general quality of the game i don't know yeah i finished mankind divided either and i'm a huge deus ex fan and i just didn't finish it for some reason plus i mean they put crystal dynamics on avengers they smell that superhero money you know they see you see Spider-Man pulling 3.3 million sales in three days, like Sony's fastest selling exclusive since the last PlayStation exclusive, God of War. It's like, hey, Marvel's hot right now. Uh, I, I don't blame them for moving you know, Crystal Dynamics over to Avengers, do you? Um, no, of course not. But I didn't even know that that was what they were working on. Yeah. I was secretly hoping they were working on... Uh, I was secretly... Hoping, hoping they were working on a new um, Legacy of Kane game or something like that. I guess not. These things never, never happen well. You know, it's like they're they're working on Avengers. This is why they moved 
Idols Montreal to make uh, this Tomb Raider game. Um, but yeah, I mean, hopefully we get another one. I, I honestly didn't feel like I became the Tomb Raider in this one. You know, this was the one you were supposed to become the Tomb Raider. But I didn't feel like I did, you know? It just felt like another adventure. But uh, moving on from Tomb Raider, uh, I played Forza Horizon 4 and I put out a review. And How that's, is it? Everyone seems to love it. I'm it's great. It is the best racing game of the generation. It's by far Microsoft's best exclusive, which is, I guess, two parts <laughs> kind of... I know where you're going with this. Kind of sad, but cool. Like, kind of almost pathetic in a way like that the best <laughs> exclusive is a racing game i don't know you know what i mean i it, 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 it's kind of sad what is the racing game stigma i i don't know and i love forza horizon 4 like i gave it a 9.5 it's gonna be in my top five games of the year for sure like i love the stuff but even myself i sit there and i'm like it's just a racing game i i don't know it's it, maybe because it doesn't have a narrative Maybe because you don't emotionally connect with. Yeah, maybe. You, well, some people emotionally connect to those cars. You know what I mean? Like, you know. No, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> I mean, look that, that at, sounded like almost like you were a, a euphemism or something. I I don't even want to go there, but uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah. As, I, I, as far as it's like, it's you have really like when I think about my most memorable moments in games, I don't think about driving a car around. I think about emotional aspects of a narrative. I think about epic plays of the game in Overwatch. But, you know, I, like I said, I'm not into racing games. You know? Yeah. Well, shout out to Saif Ayouf. Sorry if I said your name wrong. Oh, my God. Super that chat. was a huge super chat. He says, yo, bro, I'm hyped to, to next Witcher 4, mate, and I have a sweet guidebook for me to finish reading it. Well, I mean, that's awesome. I mean, I'm hyped for a Witcher 4 if they ever make it. Thanks for the support, buddy. But, I, like, it's great. Like, Forza Horizon 4, like, don't let me understand. Like, it's amazing, right? It's the best racing game there is. It is by far the best exclusive that Microsoft has. And honestly, Playground Games might be Microsoft's best studio now. Like, yeah, I, agree. I play this and I'm thinking to myself, holy crap, cow, if they can bring their open world expertise and all the things they do to a rebooted fable, like, Microsoft could have just stole one of the best developers out there, right? Because when the reviews came out, right, right, Jazz? And it was a 92 on Metacritic. Think about that. A 92 on Metacritic. It's pretty hard for games these days to reach 90s. Even Spider-Man, as good as Spider-Man is. And I gave it a 9. And I love that game. It hit an 87. Didn't cross that 90 threshold. There are not that many games that hit a 90. Because I think, you know, Game Reviewer is a little bit harsher, you know, this gen than previous ones. So, Mm. and, and people were like, people were like, like oh it's to be expected oh it's it's playground it, it's to be expected and i sit there and i think to myself expected like what other studios out there are just oh they got a 90 on their game it's expected i can think of two naughty dog and rockstar right <laughs> if no naughty dog game gets a 90 oh it's to be expected of course they're the naughty gods right if a rockstar game gets a 90 of course it's rockstar and now people expect that of Playground Games and Forza Horizons. Like, it's if it's not a 90, it's like a disappointment. So it's like, you're already talking about one of the better studios out there. Yeah, um, sure. But yeah, I mean, it's it's Forza Horizon 3, but better. The weather stuff is really, really great, actually. 
because it makes me actually want to replay some of the races to see how it performs differently and how it looks. Mm. Um, the online stuff, I could take it or leave it. Like the Forzathon events that they have where large groups of people get together, the events you do are just the same every time. It's like you either do drifting or you do jumping or you do like speed traps. You know what I mean? Like mm. it's cool at first, but then after like the fifth or sixth, you're like, yeah, whatever. Like, and then you see people f- driving around, but they're ghosts because obviously you don't want to run into each other. So maybe, maybe it's a little bit different with actual like full server of like 72 people or whatever, but I wasn't that big. wasn't that impressive to me. Like I was really, really impressed by the weather and then how they changed the progression. Like, um, they literally give you stuff for free jazz. Like in an era of loot boxes and microtransactions, right? I have, I own 130 cars in the game. Okay. I got 20 of them from the car packs, three from VIP and I bought five. So I bought 30 cars, which means I got 90 cars for free and I've earned 15 million credits and I've earned like a million credits in races. That means they've given me 14 million credits for free. The game has a progression system where literally everything you do, cross country races, drift zones, uh, making a tune, taking a picture, streaming on Mixer, watching streams on <laughs> Mixer gives you this stuff and everyone, everything has their own progression. So you're constantly rewarded. Like, I've, I don't know. Like they, they give you so much stuff. It's like, I have so many cars, you know what I mean? And it's just, it's just kind of this weird thing for the era of like loot boxes and stuff to just constantly be rewarded with free things. Um, well, it's like we talked about before, haven't we? Alternative revenue stream game pass. And how many people have got the game on Game Pass? Yeah, go well, yeah, Game Pass. Uh, they have the VIP, which you can buy, which you know the gives you double the credits and the, from the races, and I think a couple cars and stuff. But uh, the expansions, um, which are included in the Ultimate Edition, you know, like I, I'm really excited for people to get to play it tonight because it unlocks for Ultimate Edition tonight uh, uh-huh. for people. So that that's great. And October second for Game Pass. Um, and honestly, like whether you're not a fan of car races or or racers is irrelevant. The quality in this title is unmatched. You can't deny it. And I know people have talked down about Xbox game pass and the games in it, you know, for good reason. Sea of Thieves and the state of decay too deserved it. We've talked about that before, right? They deserved the criticism for how they launched when they launched. Right. And people thought Xbox game pass was a dumping ground, right? But this game is on a whole other level and it's going to be interesting to see how people take to that, like a true amazing exclusive that has content and quality, you know, that, that people can just pick up for 10 bucks and game pass is pretty amazing. Right. I agree. I agree, man. I st- I, do you subscribe to game pass? I do. I subscribe to game pass. Yes, indeed. See, I don't, I don't. Yeah, you should. Well, I, I sub, I subscribe to Game Pass, um, just in case there's something that comes out I want to get, and because, um, Xbox has been very kind to me, uh, you know Phil Spencer, and like Mikey Barr, they've invited me to E3, and they've done a lot of things for me personally behind the scenes, which they didn't have to do, and 
maybe that sounds a little weird to say that I feel obligated to kind of return the favor. Certain, I mean, I know like ten dollars a month isn't whatever, and I'm not, I'm not hurting for the money. So it's just like I don't know. Like I feel, even though I don't use Game Pass that much, it's like I like the idea of it, and I'll support it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe some people will like call me out in chat, but like my relationship with some of the executives at Microsoft is a little bit different than most people's or most people don't have a relationship, but like I do. So like, I don't know, like I'm just, I'm grateful for the things that they've done for me, even though here on my rinky dink YouTube channel, I'll make videos, which, you know, criticize them. <laughs> like my earlier video today about, you know, the cross play. And, and I know like they're going to see it because people tagged it. You know, people tag them, so I'm sure. Oh, Rand's up. He's, oh, he's. What, what, what is ever going to make Rand to stop criticizing us? It's like, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Well, con- constructive criticism is supposed to help people too, right? So sometimes yeah, we need tough love, maybe. I mean, I want I want Xbox to be the best it can be. That's why we bitched about you know the lack of studios, right? Yeah. And the lacks of games, and it's like they answered, and it's like, hey, I, you know, personally, I don't feel that charging for online or charging for free to play games is the right thing to do. I think it looks, mm-hmm. I think it looks greedy, in my opinion, Absolutely. especially when nobody else is doing it. It'd be one thing if Nintendo was doing it, or if Sony was doing it, and Nintendo wasn't. Then you could maybe say, well, so and so does it, so it's okay. But like, literally, nobody else does. And it just seems so archaic and just out of touch. So that's why I made the video. Like, if I'm going to call out Sony for their anti-consumerism practices that they've done in the past, then I got to call it Microsoft. Otherwise, what type of person am I? If I like, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. Um. So let's get into some of these uh, juicy topics. Um. Can't wait to see what everybody thinks about Forza Horizon when it actually launches tonight. <laughs> Um, what do you want to tackle first? We'll, we'll take a light thing here first, Jazz. Devil May Cry Five microtransactions. You, you know, heard I about this? Really, I heard about it, but I haven't really read much about it. So, from what I understand, is that they're basically that you pay to be more powerful and accelerate, yeah. like like Shadow of War. Uh, See, you know. <sighs> Go ahead. Assassin's Creed Origins has this too, right? Well, all the Assassin's Creed do basically. Pretty much, it's the way single-player games seem to be going there. Like, where they give, they give you the, they give rich people the option of wasting money, basically. But like, I think if it's done unobtrusively, like it is in Origins, I am, I don't mind it so much in a non-competitive game. People want to waste their money cheating, fine, you know. But where, where it sucks, is where, it, where they've designed the game around that system to try and incentivize you to pay. So like I never fa- I ne- when I played through Assassin's Creed Origins, I never got a sense that I had to pay money to make the game easier. I felt more like it's there for people with more money than sense. Mm-hmm. Which which I'm which I'm fine with. However, in Shadow of War, the end game stuff in Shadow of War felt like to get the true ending of Shadow of War, you had to do it insane amount of grinding and that felt like they've set this up specifically to try and incentivize me to pay that's Mm -hmm. when it sucks so if devil may cry does it in a way that 
just sort of abuses people with more money than sense, then I'm okay with it personally. You know, I want I want the game to succeed. I want Capcom to make good money. You know, and I can't see them. I can't see them put in. It wouldn't work in a game like Resident Evil, right? No, clearly. I mean, if so, they try, they're they're going to get destroyed over that. I mean, you know. So as long as it's as long as it's not obtrusive in a non-competitive game, and it's just exploiting rich people, I'm fine with it. But when it's when it sucks, like it sucked in Shadow of War, and it ruined it ruins the game generally, then that's when there's a problem. I think. So yeah. right. What do you- um, like. I don't know, like the fact this is invading single player stuff is weird enough, right? Um but the, they they use the guise of player choice. Like, oh, we know some people don't have a lot of time, so we made this for you. You just slide over 20. But the problem I have with that is like if it was truly about player choice, why not just make the abilities free for someone? Why not build exactly, a Exactly. <laughs> that player choice thing is garbage. Uh, it's yeah. such an excuse because back in the day when we were kids, those cheats were free. You know, yes, pl- exactly. Playing Grand Theft Auto with those with the cheat codes, just spawning a tank. You know, that was free to do. I didn't have to pay for it. Yeah. So we're so that that excuse is garbage. Admit that it's greedy. That's yeah. another thing. If you're going to do it, admit that you're doing it because you want to exploit rich people. I'm and just fine. My concern is if they throttle progression. That's my one and only concern. Right. If they sense. don't and everything's handed out liberally and everything's good, I don't have a problem with it. But I'm still like, it, 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 I, I, I got to keep my eyes on him now because I think Devil May Cry 5 looks amazing. I can't wait for it to come out. Capcom's been on a roll and they do this. And it's like, man, you're doing so good. And it's like, now, now I got to worry about, you know, Devil May Cry 5. And it's just like, I, 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 the, thing, the other thing here, the other thing is like the slippery slope aspect, right? We've, oh, yeah, the slippery slope. I mean, Capcom's been down this road before, right? This road of cutting corners and stuff. And it really hurt their business. You know, they had, they had a bunch of games that just felt like they were cut corners. They'd done it to, you know, save money on on stuff they shouldn't have bothered trying to save money on. And it resulted in, in, a, in a few years of just low-quality games from Capcom. But now they've sort of pulled it back a bit, focused on quality uh, instead of, like, trying to rip people off. And it started working, and people like it's. It doesn't feel dirty to like Capcom anymore. Yeah, you know? Monster Hunter World was amazing. It's one of my favorite games of this year, if not my favorite game. Um, oh, it's your game of the year for sure. Yeah, and you got well. I read the Redemption's around the corner. I'm pretty excited. Oh, yeah. Horse testicles, you know. Horse testicles, man. So it's, it's all about them horse testicles. But not only that, but it's like um, you've got uh, uh, Resident Evil Two. With the, which looks like it it just looks stunning like the gore in that game it just looks like a dream like <laughs> if you're into that sort of thing yeah well but, the, like the whole slippery slope thing is like look where microtransactions started in like games like nba 2k or like fifa and madden like when they were originally introduced nobody really said much about it now they dominate the conversation people complain about nba 2k every single year because it's basically a free to play game or a free to play game that you pay 60 bucks for that's just stacked with microtransactions it's like disgusting right and the same thing okay. happened to fifa and madden but like nobody really spoke out and i don't want this to like kind of invade and destroy some of these other games and you know what i mean so you got to be vigilant you got to like say some stuff because you know, you speak up and 
look at the backlash EA got for Battlefront 2 and the loot boxes. They removed that. And now it's like a marketing thing to say they don't have loot boxes. It's like, like we have no loot boxes. So it's just something to keep an eye on uh, going forward. But uh, moving on, moving on, you know, a little bit of sad news, a little bit of shocking news too. Uh, Telltale Games uh, basically shut down. Um, I thought they were doing incredibly well. Like every, it seemed like all their games were a success. And then what was it? A couple days ago, word came down that they were closing and like 250 people were losing their jobs and they were canceling Stranger Things and Wolf Among Us. And who knows if they're fingering, you know, finishing uh, the Walking Dead uh, season, the last season. And you couple that with like Capcom, Capcom Vancouver getting shut down, essentially like Dead Rising 5 being put on, on like, you know, the chopping block and all that stuff. And it's like... Man, the video game industry for as healthy as it can be, which it's, you know, the best it's been, it's like there are some still major casualties going on. Yeah, a thousand, I think I read somewhere that a thousand jobs, job losses in the industry this year for for a console game. Yeah, I mean, what do you, so what do you think ruined Telltale? Do you th- in, in my opinion, I thought it was a bad management and I thought they, like, after the success of Walking Dead, they just hired too fast, too quick without a solid business plan and it just ended yeah, up being yes. I've asked around about this um, from my industry contacts, and it does sound like they 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 set them up they set themselves up to fail basically, like the the management anyway. They um, license games, you know, eat into the margins, so they're given they're given a cut to the platform holder, they're given a cut to the license holder. You know, they don't own any of their IP except for like, well, actually, do they own? They any? don't own any of them. No, no none of them. Own, they don't own any. So they have no assets really. It's like the only thing they had really asset wise was the the studio's talent right and sadly um that's not enough and they like you say they hide too fast they they put they they put themselves on a collision course with um you know a cash flow basically they had to keep churning out these games in order to maintain the amount of people that working for them and as a result quality suffered and as a result of quality suffering people don't buy the games as much and then you get into this situation where it just it just doesn't work anymore financially. Yeah. So apparently they 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 were their whole operation was running on one venture capital stream or something, and that dried up, and that was it. That was the end because they they had no money coming in. So were you, um, were you shocked by it? Because I was. I couldn't believe it when it, that initial report came out. I was. I hadn't heard they were in trouble, but I wasn't exactly shocked because. I did. I had had conversations before about how how many staff they'd had. They had to make their games, which was which seemed fairly simple. Now, I wasn't surprised really, because it was like it's all a cash flow thing, and uh, obviously their games didn't have microtransactions in, and you know to offset the overheads of having li- exclusively licensed games. And it's it, it's uh, it wasn't a big shock to me. What what. I suppose it's it's almost like a swan song for the episodic game format, right? Because you got yeah. you had Hitman episodic, and like everyone thought, like, oh, games have single player games have to be episodic now, and that's how you that's how you deal with the cash flow problem is you release the games in you release the game in pieces, you know. But it seems like people actually well don't want that. Surprise, surprise. So you know, we get in Hitman Two as a full full game, but after that studio went through a load Dude, of crap to get to get to this point, I. 
I, I'm really looking forward to Hitman 2, but I'm afraid because it's coming out in November, right? Fallout 76 is like right after it. Battlefield 5's right after it. Oh, I'm afraid I too. I don't think Hitman 1's lit the world on fire, clearly because Square Enix let IO go and have the IP. Warner Brothers picked it up. I don't think Hitman 2 is Warner, And it's Warner Brothers. Yeah, Let's remember, I, it's Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers' recent track record has not been good. I, I mean, I can't wait to play it, but I, I think the game is going to bomb. And I think, don't be surprised if, like, IO has to shut down or cut cut their staff or something. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just have this, this terrible feeling that IO is about to go because nobody's going to buy Hitman 2. Yeah. You know? Hitman's, like, this amazing niche, which... I mean, Hitman. Hitman was a ama- an amazing game as a as a stealth puzzle game, but the market for stealth puzzle games clearly isn't that big. Otherwise, there'd be more no. of them. So what what about the what about the angle? Because I addressed this in my video, and I see people on my timeline all the time. When 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 Telltale went under, the common thread was Xbox buy them, Phil buy them. You mentioned before, you know, like it was like, and I mean, that's great. Like people want Xbox to buy them, you know, they need the studios, you know, we all know that. And the industry did come together and be like, Hey, we're hiring, you know, Ninja Theory said something compulsion, uh, Sony studios, like the whole industry was like, Hey, come work with us. But like, I made the thing is like, there's no studio left. It's gone. There's nobody at the studio to buy. And if Microsoft really wanted to, they could just individually, you know, hire those people to form a new studio but like i don't know like i I don't like every time a studio you know goes belly up like i don't understand why people run to microsoft and are like please buy them right you know what i mean people don't actually stop and think whether it's a good idea they just want to they just want to add a feather in the cap for console war stuff buying telltale would have been stupid that they have like i say they had no assets you know it would be far smarter to hire out the talented devs for their existing studios and projects. Why buy a studio that, you know, makes licensed games of a genre that isn't as popular as people think, clearly? I mean, I, I, I've never finished a Telltale game. And <laughs> it's because I, f- I think they're boring. I mean, you're not the only one to say that. You're not the only one to say that, you know, the Telltale games are boring. And I, I enjoy them because I do enjoy narrative-driven stuff in my, my, my video games. But I will say, they're recent them. games... I appreciate them, but they just can't kill anything. So well, the, the point? Here's the thing. The re, their recent games <laughs> have been incredibly lacking in quality. Their, their engine wasn't updated in forever, so the games ran janky. You know, so it was like they were putting out, like what I would con- consider like mediocre product, you know, and if it doesn't sell, no, then you have a big problem. Um, but speaking of like hiring, cause we just talked about Microsoft hiring, you know, or hiring the studio. I saw windows central put on an article today about playground games, hiring up to 177 positions, uh, for one of their studios, jazz. I, uh, didn't read this. I was asleep when they published that. So, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, it must be like to have people that work for you. But yeah, so I read the article. Uh, I actually saw this originally uh, uh, tweeted out by PostUp. Shout out to him. Um, and yeah, it looks like on their LinkedIn, they're hiring for 177 positions at like two different locations, right? 
Now, this has led some to speculate that they're actually hiring for three studios and not two. Because you know how they said they were building the second studio. Mm. You confirmed the last time on the podcast that the game they're working on is indeed Fable. You know, you confirmed it for yourself. I've heard it from plenty of other people that it is indeed Fable. But now people are talking about a third studio. That they're making, you know, a, a new IP in a third studio. How likely do you think that is? Or do you think that is more just a support studio built to help the second studio while they're working on Fable? I, I'm i inclined to think it's a support studio, but who knows, you know? Um, <laughs> it's hard to speculate. Clearly, the big problem with Microsoft right now is the games and the quality of games and the, the amount of games that are sort of put in the, the franchise, the brand Xbox on the map. So more games will probably be preferable, but then again, do you want to have, you know, more quality or more quantity? And quality. I think yeah, exactly. So maybe they start working on a big fable that's a blockbuster fable game and really takes the world by storm while maintaining the Forza franchise as well. Well, yeah, so so my first thought was like, okay, they're hiring for Fable. Fable's about to enter full production, right? You hire these many people because like pre-production's done, you have all the concepts done and everything, and now you're hiring people because you need to crank this game out. That That's kind of my first thought, was like, they're going into full production probably, what, next year, maybe? Mm. Uh, full production on Fable? Um, how likely do you think that is? I think it sounds, sounds about right. So if they're going full production on Fable, let's just say 2019... What are you thinking, Jez? What are you thinking for, for a potential release date? Are, are, do you think they can get it done in two years like they do Forza Horizon? Or are we thinking think three years? Be, it could be a big Xbox One 2 launch title in 2021. Maybe. Yeah, I was thinking that you know, if, if there's going to full production, they could probably do it in two years considering we've heard that they've been working on this game as far back as like mid-2017. Uh, you know, when, when it was supposedly a brand new IP that they re- repurposed into Fable. So um, either way... Probably takes time too, right? Probably. But that wasn't the only bit of, like, news, as I also did see uh, that Microsoft renewed the trademark to Perfect Dark. Yeah, I mean, trademark renewals are nothing special or amazing. They have to do them. But this this means that Perfect Dark is coming, right? That's what people tell me, Jazz. Like this means that they're doing Perfect Dark, right? May they may well be doing Perfect Dark. They may well be doing Perfect Dark, but it's also they have to they have to renew their trademarks as well. So it could mean absolutely nothing. It's hard to say. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. A better question would be: Does anybody want Perfect Dark to come back? My vote is hell no. I, I'm not even sure what kind of game it is. What is what kind of game is Perfect Dark? I mean, is Perfect it like Dark an game. No, it was a shooter. I mean, Perfect Dark Zero was a shooter with like third person cover mechanics, but Perfect Dark One was a was a GoldenEye game. Basically, you know, it was a, it was a first person shooter. But like, who cares about Perfect Dark? I, I I know it's like one of their IPs, and there might be some attached like you know love to it or whatever, but. I know. I, I see that. I was gonna. I was gonna shout him out after this, but like, I, 
I just can't get excited for Perfect Dark. Maybe, maybe if the initiative's working on it and they pump out some like grand reimagining, like they did, like like Daryl did for Tomb Raider when he was the head of that studio, now head of the initiative, and it's complete reimagining, and it's all these cool things. Then I could get excited, but just on the face value of it, it's like, no, I don't want, I don't really care about Perfect Dark at all. So I don't know. And uh, shout out for the Raven Flow for the super chat. He says you don't need assets. To make a great stu- to make a studio great, just the vision. Look what PlayStation did with Naughty Dog. Microsoft has bought Rare for assets, and look at them. Well, I would say some well, people really love Sea of Thieves. I mean, you, you could argue that Telltale didn't have a great vision either; otherwise, they would have made more money. And you know, what are you buying exactly? You're buying a really bad engine that hasn't been updated in a million years, and nothing else. You're buying writing talent. And uh, and a brand, uh, the Telltale Games is a brand which is associated heavily with games that clearly don't sell. So, what are you buying there? I don't get it. Um, the The best thing to do would be just hire those, hire those devs, and put them on other projects because clearly they're very. Some of them are very very talented, and <clears throat> they deserve to work for a company that won't sell them down the river. By the way, while we're on this topic. How scummy is it that they just let them all go without any word? Oh, no, it's incredibly scummy. And then, and then they say they're actually going to finish it with potential partners while not paying the people. Yeah, Yeah. I'm glad that they got sued and there's that class action lawsuit. Like, incredibly scummy move by Telltale. Like, screw them, dude. Yeah, don't don't buy it. If they if they outsource they outsource the the Walking Dead, don't buy it. You know, don't give the CEO money or let him get off scot free. Not until they pay the severance that those employees deserve. You know, it's it's incredibly scummy. And I, I've spoken to people in the industry who are incensed about the way those people have been treated. So yeah, well, shout out to uh, Showin W for Super Chat. Says Rand, game can be rebooted to something new and fresh. I understand that, and that's why I said if Perfect Dark's rebooted in a way like Daryl Gallagher did with Tomb Raider, and I see the trailer, I might be excited for it then. But just on the surface of it, I'm like, I don't care about Perfect Dark. I couldn't care less if it came back. You know what I mean? I need to see something for that. I need to see. So um, let's let's delve into crossplay, shall we? Um, hell froze over, right? I mean, I guess. Yeah, a little bit. I didn't. I didn't expect Sony to relent. At least, maybe not until next gen or something. Yeah, I mean, but it felt like it feels like at the end of the gen, it's like why bother? You know, it's not going to make a difference. But I guess at the same at the same time, it's the end of the gen. It doesn't make much of a difference. Yeah, to them it doesn't either. make much of a difference either. It just the way it was so weird because just like a week ago, the Sony CEO was like, "Fortnite's the best pl- PlayStation's the best place to play in Fortnite," or "Fortnite's the best place to play on play." You know what? I'm screwing up. <laughs> what do you? But you, you get what I'm, what I'm trying to say here. That PlayStation. Yeah, it literally, he was no. literally making statements defending it a yeah. week ago, and then yeah. now here we are. And then, which is why, like, I was trying, I was trying to dig, dig up the truth about what happened, right? And um, often sources will they'll talk about some stuff, but for some reason, nobody wants, nobody ever wants to talk about Sony. None of my sources ever want to talk about Sony. Um, and uh, I, I don't know what that is, why that is, but you know, it is what it is. But I've I've seen speculation that Fortnite might have threatened something. I doubt. I personally doubt that because why would Fortnite pull out 
of making insane amount of money on PlayStation. But at the same time, it's I feel like it's only Fortnite that could have muscled this through. Minecraft Minecraft itself couldn't muscle it through, you know. Minecraft has 75 million active players. But yeah, their, but their fan base isn't as loud about it. So, do you, so I mean, obviously something happened behind the scenes, and it was something that was, you know, obviously they just didn't wake up yesterday and were like, "We're doing crossplay." Obviously, it was in the works for a while, and they started it with Fortnite. So maybe Epic put pressure on them. I mean, Todd Howard also said, "Hey, we want crossplay. Sony's not helpful." <laughs> and then they trolled Sony because Sony like right, we're doing crossplay, and then they were you know Bethesda was like yeah we're we're not doing crossplay ever with Fallout seventy six <laughs> like yeah okay. it's like I can't I can't believe that they they were like they bitched at Sony about crossplay, and then they said oh by the way we not we don't care about crossplay what what is that about I they they pl- I, I don't I I would love to know what happened behind the scenes if Sony truly got bullied or if it was something they always planned on doing. But man, if, if like Todd Howard and Bethesda just pulled the ultimate like troll on Sony, then I, I don't know. And like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy this is happening. Um, and Sony deserves some credit because I mean, they didn't need to do this whatsoever. Like they're winning by a landslide. Right. And they're doing this probably because they feel it's best for their business. But, um, like, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like now the onus is back on, on Microsoft for the free-to-play stuff, like, for, for that they charge for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe. I think maybe. this I think this cross-play stuff has more to do with the future than today. You think so? I mean, it, I guess it's very possible uh, that, you know, they're thinking long-term with this, obviously. I mean, they've put themselves in a situation now where, where they said select titles will get crossplay. You'll get you'll get companies being like, "Oh, why can't why can they have crossplay, but we can't have crossplay?" You know, like you know, Blizzard could be like, "Why can't Overwatch have crossplay?" And and sometimes the queue times for Overwatch are pretty long on Xbox. Well, I say long, but they're like you know, instead of like instant, they're like maybe a minute or something. But but the queue times for PUBG can be quite bad too, right? No, not really. The Q, the Q times on PUBG are pretty good. A lot of people play PUBG, and uh, supposedly it's fixed on the Xbox One X. I haven't played it because I've been busy playing Spider-Man, Tomb Raider, and Forza, but everybody that plays it, my friends, they're like, yeah, it fixed. Like, they fixed it. Like, okay, it, runs, sure. it runs it runs, what, you know, good on, on the Xbox now, but or at least on the X. But, yeah. but I don't know. Like, It's, um, you know... Clearly, there's there's something going on behind the scenes there, and maybe one day we'll find out. But in the short term, I don't think we're going to find out exactly what pushed this through. Yeah, maybe 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 Sony. I don't know. Like it's it's very interesting because this was all this was something that was like, you know, they 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 downplayed last year. You know, Jim Ryan was like, we got to watch out for the kids, right? <laughs> Even though they'll do cross play with PC, and that's the wild wild west. And I've got to watch out for the kids. And then, you know, PlayStation was the best place to play Fortnite and blah, blah, blah. And, and like suddenly out of the blue with nobody was hinting at it. No journalist, nobody was hinting that Sony was going to do this. It just happened. Right. And it's like, oh, man, something actually, actually, uh, don't loot gaming had an I, exclusive about this. I did see that. They said 
crossplay was going to happen and um, PS now adding downloads was going to happen. And then the last thing was says name changes was going to happen. I've heard name changes too. So, right. But this, this was like months ago. Like I, you would think with something this big, somebody maybe like a week ago would have been like, you know, I hear something major happening with Sony and crossplay, but it literally just happened. And you know, like now Microsoft really, you, you're not going to get more tweets about from Mike Ibarra talking about how gamers want this now because Sony, you know, as they say, you know, on, on Iron Lords podcast, bent the knee, uh, you know, the peer pressure or whatever you want to call it. Um, I'm just kind of curious to see how big, the, is it literally just a thing for Fortnite and Fortnite only, or are we eventually going to be in a scenario two to three years ago where it's Call of Duty, it's Battlefield, it's Rocket League, you know, it's like any game that wants you know, this can have it, right? Or is it just going to be a select couple games here and there? Well, I have like, I have siblings who they only play on PS4. You know, and there's there's games that I would play, like Destiny, that I don't really like that much, but I would play it with them because they're family and stuff. Yeah. So, but I'm not going to buy a PlayStation to do that. <laughs> well, so, I mean, you wouldn't, you wouldn't even buy a PlayStation for God of War. I mean, like, you're never going to get a PlayStation at this point. I will one day. I'm going to have to get you one for Christmas or something. Ship Please it over to the I'd UK. Feel, I'd, feel, I'd feel terrible if you did that. You know, they're, yeah. they're expensive, man. They're expensive. Yeah, shout out to the Ravenflow for the uh, super chat. He says the crossplay issue is a cross progression issue that squarely involves Sony Switch crossplay owners. Xbox is not in the convo. Maybe. Um, uh, that's I, not true. I know that Xbox was in the conversation too. So, so there you go. Just just says that's not true. So, yeah, I mean, believe, believe it or not, but you know. I've got a pretty good track record at the moment. I, I believe you. Oh, thanks, buddy. I, I believe you. Um, so what else we got here? Um, do you have any predictions about um, like what would be? Let's say let let's take a prediction here. What's what's the second game to add crossplay after Fortnite? What if you had to take Rocket a guess? League, you think Rocket League? Yeah, Rocket League. Rocket League's one that would benefit from a bigger pool of players. They already have cross-play on a few platforms. And uh, I suppose the next the next place for Rocket... Is Rocket League already on mobile? I don't know. If it isn't, um, it probably needs to be. Yeah. Now, um, there are those. Uh, shout out to Mooch. Uh, good buddy of mine. Friend of the show. Who made the claim that he thought that Sony did this purposefully to dampen the excitement around Forza Horizon 4. <laughs> no. 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 I mean, do you, I mean, do you think that's more of just like a happy coincidence that just happened? Because like, to me, it's like today is season six. They wanted to get... I mean, every- maybe, the, maybe the announcement timing, maybe, but it's not like they were thinking, you know what, we should, we should introduce co- cross-play, you know, to, to screw over Forza in a, in a few months. I don't, I don't, I don't think they were thinking that. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm more of the opinion that like today was season six. They wanted to get the information out there that hey, it's safe to buy the stuff on PlayStation because yeah, you can play it anywhere. So it's like, I think that was the main thing, and it just so happened, you know, that Forza was just that was when the reviews came out. I, I honestly don't think Sony gives a shit about Forza Horizon to be quite honest with you. You know what I mean? 
Um, after all, it's like we said, it's just a racing game, right, Jez? Yeah. <laughs> 92 on Metacritic, and it's not going to be guaranteed when the Game Awards come around. It won't be in the top five for Game of the Year. Um, so, uh, you know, it is what it is, but, um, let's, let's, uh, let's get into the juicy stuff here. Cause I haven't talked to you about this, uh, inside Xbox yesterday. Did you check it out? It was, uh, from, uh, the UK. Did you, did you, did you watch it a little I bit? I didn't watch it. No. Didn't watch it. Oh, no. so irrelevant native ha- has a question. He's like, how did Microsoft land the Fortnite bundle? Have Microsoft always had the marketing rights? What do you what do you think? They they announced the Fortnite bundle on the show. Switch has a bundle. I think PlayStation has a bundle in Europe. Now Microsoft has a bundle. I could have sworn PlayStation had the exclusive marketing rights, at least when the game first launched. I think Is, um I think Epic just likes money. I don't you think, think you think Epic just has that much power now with that game where they can kind of be in like well, we want every marketing deal is different, right? Yeah, you know, a marketing deal could last 10, 10 years or 10 minutes. Depends what the marketing deal was. And, you know, I don't think Sony ever had explicit marketing rights to uh, Fortnite. You don't think so? Okay. Maybe it did. did like a couple of bundles there and there. It's not, it's not like the, the Call of Duty thing. People, people think that every marketing deal is bespoke. Every single one is bespoke and unique to whatever they fancy at the time, you know. And whatever whatever power both platforms can go for and negotiate. Not every marketing deal means, oh, this company has the marketing deal, therefore everything is on this platform. It's not it's not how it works. Every marketing deal is bespoke. So Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. It is I, I do wonder how, how that bundle is going to sell in the holidays. I mean, Fortnite, if you listen to Matt Piscatella and the MPD guys and you know, I think Phil's even mentioned this. Uh, in interviews, like the industry is 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 growing because of Fortnite. Like people are going out and buying consoles, they're buying headsets, they're buying controllers, you know, they're buying subscription cards and money for Fortnite, so they can buy V Bucks. And I just kind of wonder, like, when holidays come around, when you have this bundle, presumably for probably super cheap, I can imagine. Once again, we're going to be getting Xbox Ones and Playstations for hundred for like one ninety nine, one eighty nine, one fifty nine, maybe. Like those things are going to fly off the shelves, right? I guess so. I mean, kids like Fortnite. I was um, <clears throat> I was talking to my mate. My mate's got three kids, and I was. Ta- I, it was um, he put his kid on the phone, and he, the first thing he asked me was, "Do you play Fortnite?" And I was like, "No, I play Overwatch." And he's like, "Oh, Overwatch sucks." He didn't even know what it was. <laughs> it's uh, it's the it's the in thing, man. Somebody says that I'm mad at Sony has the Red Dead 2 bundle. What? Why would I? Why would I care who has the the bundle for Red Dead Redemption 2? Hey, you bundles know? a serious business, man. Well, there, it's not even a custom bundle. It's just a regular pro. I mean, <laughs> like normally Sony at least goes the extra mile and does a custom console, whereas Microsoft normally is the one who just like puts a sticker on the box and is like, here's the bundle. Uh, this was like the first one that I've remembered in a long time where Sony had the exclusive marketing and they didn't do a bundle for it. Um, but like, I don't care like who has the marketing for it. Like I'm going to play red dead on my Xbox or whatever, it, you know, and it's going to sell more on PlayStation that I don't care either. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know, man. Like it's pretty weird. Do people think we invest in these companies. I don't care. You know, I like Xbox, but I don't care. What you know, what their sales are and stuff like that. 
No, it's not important to me. Uh, we have Ravenflow says that uh, I tend to show my bias at times. I can't hide it. Oh, come on. I... <laughs> Uh, it's true. I, I love Sony. I pretend I pretend not to, but deep down, deep down, I love him. I can't get enough of Sony. Sean Layden, call I me just back. Like games. <laughs> yeah, the games, the games are great, and Sony has the better games right now. So that's that's just that's just how how I feel. But um, what were we talking about? Oh yeah, um, the inside Xbox stuff. Uh, they had Phil on, so you knew it was going to be an important event, and we're going to tackle the lesser of the two first, and that's keyboard and mouse support, or mouse and keyboard support, something that you leaked. Um, I did. Was, was I it last it. year? It was like last year, wasn't it? No, 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 I leaked it in June, I think. Was it- and you even remember when you leaked it? Well, I only remember because I, I had to, instead of writing it up, I just updated my article and bumped it, but I couldn't be bothered to write a new one. So, uh, yeah. So, how do you feel about keyboard and mouse support coming to Xbox first with Warframe and then it being up to the developers to basically do whatever, however they feel is best for their game? Uh, like, are, are, you, are you fine with that approach? Are you a little bit worried? Uh, um, I don't know. It's complicated. And I get the concerns, right? The concerns make total sense. But, like, Microsoft have they've tried very hard to say, look, we're not, we're not going to disrupt your experience as it is today. It's just going to be an extra option for some games. Now, one of the interesting things that I thought was um, when Phil announced it, he said something like, he said something like, um, there are games out there today, which just don't handle well with the controller. And, um, we want those. We want developers to feel they can come to Xbox. So he said something akin to that. Now the interesting thing was the documents that I saw, which were from back in February, they seemed to suggest that um, developers would have to make a controller version in addition to a keyboard version if they wanted those games on Xbox. But judging on what Phil said, it sounds as if that restriction has been lifted. Because can you imagine playing Football Manager with a with a controller? It just wouldn't work. You know, and uh, unless they completely rework the whole game, which if you're trying to give developers options, you don't want to give them an artificial restriction like make your management game work with a controller if it's not designed for a controller. So that's the interesting thing for me is that it could bring games that have never been on Xbox to Xbox because, you know, back in the day, mouse just wasn't supported properly, if at all. And the also the other interesting thing is that they'll be able to separate gamers by their inputs so it's not like you're going to get you're not going to get in theory you're not going to get people with a mouse and keyboard destroying you if you're playing with a controller in overwatch it will detect what your input is and then separate you out and this will also work with those stupid xim uh things which let you use a mouse and keyboard on playstation and xbox and let you just destroy everyone those players who use a zim they'll be put with the mouse and keyboard PC gamers. So they'll be like, they'll be, um, they'll have to like learn to play, you know, and they'll have to stop just destroying everyone with their mouse, with their mice and stuff. So I think overall it's a good thing, but again, it, it all depends how it's implemented, whether developers even go for it, whether developers even support it. 
mm-hmm. you know, because you know Microsoft has done things like this in the past. They were like, "Oh, make games with voice controls," and it just hasn't happened. And they made UWP, and it just hasn't happened. And a lot of a lot of things that were supposed to be disruptive, devs just didn't support, or they just weren't, or just, there just wasn't an audience for it. So it remains to be seen if it actually does anything significant. Um, and also there's the whole thing about if player pools are split up by their inputs, that means there'll be less players in the matchmaking stuff. So. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Like I don't look, if you want to, if you want to have mouse and keyboard and and controllers and, and intermingle and cooperative stuff, I'm fine. Like, you know what I mean? Like Forza Horizon 4, you're playing co-op with your friend. He's on the PC, whatever, or you're playing, Halo Infinite or Warframe, I'm cool with that. Like I don't, I don't care. But like the thing is, I don't want to be put in a competitive situation, and I'm on the controller, and I'm playing against guys who have a, you know, unfair advantage over me. You know, it's one thing. Like, and I know people can use the Zim now, and and basically have that. Uh, you know, they're they're working the system, and I just don't want to like. Like you said, I, I don't know if like who's gonna support it. If anybody's really gonna support it, um, I, I can't really see like Call of Duty doing it or uh, PUBG. Like, and then it's like if games like you said like already have small populations, it'll make it even smaller. I mean, look what they well, did that's with where, Gear- that's where crossplay helps, though, isn't it? Well, yeah, but look what they did with Gears of War Four. Like originally, Gears of War Four, everything was gonna be separate. But then, like, slowly and slowly as time went on, they started incorporating PC into the playlist because nobody plays Gears of War on the PC. So an effort so to, there's like... There's a shared... It's still a playlist, though, right? There's a shared playlist. You don't have to play against PC players. True. I mean, I think there is a playlist that doesn't have it, but, like, they kind of went back on what they said they were going to do, and they kept on, like, adding PC into the playlist just because nobody plays it on PC. So it was like, and, and the same, like Sea of Thieves, like I hear people all, complain all the time about the cheaters on PC. Like, why isn't there an option? Why didn't Rare make an option to separate PC players or at least give Xbox players the option to not play with PC players and Sea of Thieves? So yeah. we already have, you know, some examples of how uh, developers who do Xbox games run, you know, run their games. And I- I'm not sure I'm a fan of it. Like, because even though Sea of Thieves is a cooperative experience, it has PvP, and if you run into a bunch of griefers, that's going to ruin your experience. So, I don't know. Like, I, they need to be extremely, extremely careful about this. Um, I think they are being careful, and that's why it's taken so long. I mean, literally, the the Xbox runs on the Windows kernel. They could they could flip a switch and turn it on right now if they wanted to. You know, there's there's no there's no development work going into you know making the mouse support work by itself. What all the what, where all the work's coming in is making it so developers can restrict people by their by their inputs and stuff like that. That's where the the more complicated stuff is coming in. So they are clearly thinking deeply about how to make this fair for devs, how, well for players, and how to make it easy for devs to. Um, you know, implement and that sort of thing. But at the same time, it's like, it is, it is a bit worrying, you know, but, but again, it might just be nothing. It might just be like, Oh, no one supports it. I mean, for Stellaris is coming to Xbox, right? Which is one of my favorite PC games ever. It's like, um, 
it's a space strategy game where you basically basically civilization in space you have a civilization you grow it from a single solar system into a big solar empire and you can fly ships around and you know kill other planets and have a death star and all that sort of stuff i love it it's on pc it it's coming to xbox with controller support but i can't help but feel like it's going to suck with the, with a the controller you know i don't i don't i don't know for sure because they did a pretty good job with city skylines but stellaris is so complicated i can't see I can't see it being fun without having full control over a mouse and the menus and being able to click things more accurately. So for games like Stellaris, it's going to be a boon, you know, but it's going to muddy the waters when it comes to shooters. And I think that's where the main, the main anxiety is coming from. But at the same time, I feel like Microsoft has to do this. You feel like they like half have to, like it's something they need to do. I think if they want to bridge the gap between Xbox and PC, and bring the the tens of millions of gamers to PC and Xbox together. They have to do. They have to start thinking about this stuff. And because you know, cons- the console industry isn't growing as fast as a mobile industry. You got mobile. You got Android growing faster than consoles as a gaming platform. And the the logical conclusion is to create a, a cross platform ecosystem between PC and Xbox. That's that's how you you build that authority in that space is to have more people in it. And I feel like the console industry as a, as a entity is sort of reaching sort of its saturation level. It's mobile. It's mobile screwing all this up the, the power of Android and stuff like that. I know, I know like we associate Android with pay to win crap, right? Mm -hmm. But All developers think about is all that cash, all that money, all those all those gamers with wallets. You know, free to play is dominating right now. And if if you want to preserve the the art art games like God of War, you kind of need to grow the platform. And creating a cross cross platform ecosystem is one way of doing that. That's why Sony is exploring cross you know game streaming, and that's the reason why they put game streaming on play on PC in the first place. You know, it's to to try and reach more hands and eyes and wallets. So, I don't know. I feel like they have to do it. And I, I bet Sony sort of follows suit too, you know. You think Sony's going to allow keyboard and mouse too at some point? Yeah, I, I think so. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, maybe down the road. I just, I can't see them doing it anytime soon. I think so. Um, not, maybe not soon, but I think they'll do, they'll, they'll follow Xbox on this. I mean, that, that, in fact, Sony already has most support on PlayStation, actually, for um, Final Fantasy XIV Realm Reborn. So it's not like Sony's a stranger to this either. But if, if, like, say, for example, say, for example, PUBG gets a most support playlist and it's huge on Xbox. Right, you right. You think Sony wouldn't follow suit? Of course they would. Maybe. Yeah, okay. You, you bring up a good point there. You bring up a good point, but... Um, I think the other announcement is the bigger one. Well, maybe not. Maybe maybe the keyboard and mouse thing is the big big thing, and I'm just more blinded by uh, what this other announcement could potentially mean. Uh, so he, Phil also announced that he, they're bringing back XO, which was an event they did strictly Xbox back in the day, right? Um, and we had heard rumors that they were doing a new event, right? Because we talked about it. Yeah, um, we heard rumors, and oh, I wasn't sure, but 
You know, who I kn- thought people were just confusing the surface event, but clearly, you know who knew? Tim Dog. Tim Dog knew. Tim, Tim Dog had been saying that for months. Uh, and the thing is, hashtag Tim Dog's always right, dude. Like I know people uh, think he doesn't know what he's talking about, but Tim Dog, Tim Dog has connections. I don't doubt what Tim Dog says about certain things. You know what I mean? Um, but so. EXO was an event they did. I remember back in 06, they announced the Bioshock exclusivity, right? And that game ended up being like my favorite game of last gen. But Phil made it, made it sure to mention that one of the EXOs was where they announced the Rare acquisition. And I thought that was, I thought that was a not, like, I felt like that was put there on purpose by Phil. Huh. Right? Um, there have been rumors that Microsoft is going to acquire more studios. We knew, we know they're looking. Matt Booty has said they're constantly looking for new studios. And the first thing you say when you announce a new Xbox event for the end of the year is also mentioned the last time you, you know, you bought one of the studios. I, I don't know. I, I, do you, I, I'm almost certain. I don't have any inside information on this, but I'm almost certain they announce a new studio acquisition on November 10th when they do this show in Mexico city. Yeah. I'd say so. Maybe even multiple studios. You think so? You think multiple studios? Yeah. I think multiple studios. I'm going to, I would, I would bet that there's, there's more than one. Yeah. I, I, Up to three. That's just a complete guess, by the way, for people who think that. Army. I mean, they're, they're the rumors of obsidian. There's the rumors of playful. Um, who did Super Lucky Style? I'm not really sure. I I, I would kind of look at that like I did Compulsion Games. Like I just like Compulsion. Like I don't get it. Like their games they made aren't very good. I don't know. And then the same thing with Playful. It's like I mean Super Lucky's Tale was like okay, but I mean I guess you need games like that for the different you know age groups or whatever. Maybe, maybe the they can you know you, the, you know Playful Playful could make a licensed game like uh, Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, super. Lu- the problem with Super Lucky's Tale wasn't the game itself, although it wasn't amazing. It was the fact no one knew Lucky was, you know. But it yeah. but put put them on a, a known franchise, uh, beloved characters, which oh, is yeah. something that Microsoft Microsoft completely misunderstands the idea of having beloved characters, because you know they they was they were surprised people missed missed the Master Chief in, in Halo Five. They were surprised. So clearly they don't get the value to some degree of their characters and, and stuff like that. And they never really have, you know? Yeah. Well, blank blank in the chat says that they're buying sumo digital. And that's also been a rumor, um, floating around as well. They're the ones making crackdown. I mean, if you're buying sumo digital, uh, like then I hope Microsoft, I, you would assume that Microsoft is incredibly happy with their work on crackdown, even though it's that like game been- the other day that, um, he was happy with it. I, I mean, he wouldn't tweet if he was unhappy about it, would he? Well, he did say that the reason they delayed it because he was un- he was unhappy with the way it fell. Right. I mean, he did say he'd played it recently. I mean, the game is scheduled to come out February. I also imagine this would be a really good time to show off the multiplayer of that game during oh, yeah, this event. Definitely. I, like, I can pretty much. I can pretty much. I would say with certainty that they'll be cracked down at this event. Oh. You can pretty much say with certainty. Well, that's well, well that's that's good to hear. So it's, it's obvious, but yeah, they have I, to. I'm pretty sure they have to. So what do you, what else do you think? Can Mike like? In my opinion, 
I think you you like have to do things big on this. You know what I mean? Okay. Like you don't you don't bring back XO and do a fan event or do a Xbox experience in the vein of PlayStation experience if it's literally just going to be a giant inside Xbox episode filled with tons of cringe and nothing really new, right? I guess that's why they've been pretty quiet lately. They're saving up their their big announcements for this event. Well, right. So it's like studio acquisitions, that'd be big news. You have an audience there uh, that love Xbox in Mexico, so it would get a fantastic reaction, right? But then you think of like what else they could possibly announce. Uh, You know, like Ninja Theory's next game, potentially? Um, Um, Maybe. I mean, surely they, when they were... When they were pitching to get acquired, they would have shown concepts, right? But then again, does Microsoft really want to fall down that? But I suppose it's it's different than um, Scalebound because they actually they actually own the company now. So maybe they do announce some games too, or at least because they announced they announced Age of Empires four pretty early. Yeah, they, they I mean, felt confident enough to do that. I was I remember I was told that. Uh, that when they when they bought when they bought uh, Ninja Theory that you know they they weren't doing nothing since they shipped Hellblade yeah. and they were they've been working on stuff so I mean I know you when run did the Hellblade come out Hellblade came out in 2017 okay remember they had four teams one was doing Hellblade uh, one was doing like stuff for Disney Infinity so it's possible that there's another another team that was pretty close to finishing stuff up and now like it's ready so like to me like, like okay you announce this event you don't want to disappoint people right because if you're just going to do an inside xbox with nothing then just do an inside xbox with nothing people expect nothing from it anyways so like the fact that you're even bringing it back and making it sound like it's going to be a, a like a thing going forward like every year there's going to be an XO event. Am I wrong to say that like this is Xbox's plan to start hyping next generation to a certain degree in the games that are going to be coming not only in 2019 but beyond? Like this is maybe the beginning of that to start kind of like the ball rolling a little bit? Yeah, possibly. We we definitely get into that point now where it's um this is the end of the gen, right? I mean pretty much. I mean you see how you see how many games are coming out in the beginning of next three months? Uh the beginning three months of next year. It's like everybody's rushing to get their games out. Yeah. So I mean just based on that, my 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 expectations are high. Like I have no expectations for inside Xbox, <laughs> right? Like I, I expect nothing from that. But like and somebody's calling on the phone, it's probably it's probably Phil telling me to shut up. But, like, I expect huge things. Like, not huge. Like, I don't expect E3-level stuff, right? But I expect there to be, like, new first-party announcements. Yeah. In the vein of next-gen, I think there'll be, like, there'll be a big third-party game or two announced on their stage in the vein of Cyberpunk. But don't forget, like, Microsoft has money to throw around when it comes to some of this stuff. Uh, well, can you imagine if Bethesda revealed Elder Scrolls on stage? I mean, they they already have unveiled. You mean more than a five Game second play. thing? Play, yeah. yeah, I mean, or I'm Star, sure or Starfield or whatever. You know. Yeah, I mean, I'm Something sure. Like I'm sure, like that would be. You know, they said third party is going to be there. You know, they're going to be there. 
But I, but honestly, what I, what I think everybody's interested in is like what they're doing. You know, I'm sure they'll probably there'll be gears stuff because that's a game that they're gonna you know that's coming out next year and crackdown stuff. But I think this is the, this is like the like where you start like throwing the bones. Like honestly, what I would do is I maybe maybe this is the wrong way to do it, but I'd honestly would end that show with Fable. I would too. Like, you know, even right. even if you're like a little stingy, I would announce one of the games that one of the studios that you bought, and I think I think you I think you announced Fable at the show. I mean, it worked wonders for Sony when they announced Last of Us Two at PSX 2016. I mean, it, it got people super excited. Like, holy, it's Last of Us Two, and you're doing this at a PlayStation experience. Like, you don't need to hold all your big announcements to E3. Like, no. especially in this in this in this day and age where people get their information from like streams and YouTube and stuff. I don't. I think E3's E3 as an entity is waning. I think it's more it's it's better to keep the hype flowing throughout the year. You know, like we have E three and then six months later we have XO. And then... Right. And number one manga freak says they can't do Fable. They need to show the console first. I don't think they need to show the console first. I mean they basically already announced that they are working on next gen console. They just haven't said when it's coming. But I think I think since this is a celebration of all things Xbox, right? And you're in a position where you're bringing back a show that you used to do, which you don't have to bring back. And you don't want to disappoint people. Like you got to show you, you, you have to like send people home happy. You got to be like, you got to, you got to like light the fire under Xbox. So um, I expect Fable to be on both, both, both platforms anyway. Well, I mean, I guess that's, I mean, Halo Infinite's already like been confirmed for, to be on both. Right. Like yeah. the next gen and like current one, I do wonder how that's going to play out for them. As you know, I'm a little, I'm a little bit like kind of like I, I'm, I'm old school. We mean you've had our discussions about this, where I feel like next gen should be the cutoff, and it's like no, no, no. I, I've changed my mind. Oh, you? So <laughs> what? So you agree with me now? Not that I agree. It's that I've heard things. Oh, so wait, are you are you about to say Randall's white right the whole time? Yes. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Can we type? I want this in chat. Rand is <laughs> right. Look uh, at that. I'm pretty. There were. I'm pretty sure there will be a cutoff for the Xbox One. I knew it. I used to, I used to think that there'll be. Um, I used to think. Uh, well, I say cutoff. The next Xbox is going to be backwards compatible, so you will be able to play all your 360 games on it. Well, of the, course. The Xbox, the O, the Xbox One, the OG, that is going to get cut off eventually. See, I, I, it just made You're sense. Right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. I, can I just bask in this, please? Please. Because we went back and forth about this, where you were like, you know what, they're not going to do that, but I'm like, they have to. It, like, at some point, the games just aren't going to, like, run, you know? And, and at some point, also, you want people to buy the console that you're trying to sell. Like, and, oh, this is such a victory. Oh, my God. I feel so <laughs> good right now. Well, I didn't think UWP would fail, and it clearly yeah. has. <laughs> Anything on Windows fails, Jazz. Come on. Hey, oh, I was trying to think of an example where that wasn't true, but I couldn't. I mean, come <laughs> on. Like you, Windows 10 is a. I know they try to they try to do as much as they can to get people like to check it out, like putting their their first party games on there. But nobody cares. Like nobody wants to use the Windows 10 store. 
mostly because from what I hear from everybody, it's trash, right? Like I don't play PC games, but the biggest well, complaint is that it's garbage. But... It's like even even if it does get good now, they've created that first impression that'll never go away. Oh, there, there you go. Revenant, right? Outlook is good still. Okay, okay. Outlook, Outlook is good. So there's one thing. Uh, there's one thing that they that they've done right. So ah, it's nice to hear from Jez that I'm right. <laughs> I mean, because most of the time you're right, but then again, like you have all these like like documents and stuff where you know, like you. Well, I should also say that sometimes I know things too, and I pass it off like predictions. But um. Yeah, well, I'm I'm happy because I, I want the games I want the games made for the console. Like I want, you know what I mean? Like I, I don't want to be like, well, they had to compromise because they had to get the game running on the OG Xbox One with its what what does that thing have? 1.2 teraflops and like ba- no RAM or whatever. You know I what I mean? I don't think like, it's necessarily a power thing. Uh, I don't think it's necessarily a power thing. Why they're not? Why they're going to cut it off? Because you know they'll still do the the scaling thing where like. You know, Sea of Thieves can run a potato, for example, because of the way PC works. They're still going to make it so these games run on PC, okay, well, so yeah. they're running lower-end PCs, PCs that are about as powerful as the Xbox One is now. Uh, it's more to do with the architecture of Windows is changing, and um, Xbox One won't be brought along for the party, pretty much. Huh. I think. So do you think you, you think we can expect anything else from this show? Uh, besides, uh, um, of Thieves fishing will be announced. See if Thieves fishing. I mean, I would, I would imagine they would announce the <laughs> Forza Horizon Four DLC there. So that's what I would do. Like, I wouldn't see. I would close this show with Fable, but then like I would be like, here's the Horizon Four DLC. But then I'd be like, but they're also working on something really cool, and then show it. I don't know. Like, I would I'd, have. I'd, I'd end the show with Sea of Thieves fishing. Nobody cares. I mean. I would end the. I, in fact, just make the whole show about Sea of Thieves fishing. I mean, it should just be called Xbox fishing. Event. They want people to buy Xbox and not switch to PlayStation, right? Yeah, and they mean, could have. They could have like Connect fishing game. Bring Connect back. Have a Halo fishing spinoff in space. It'd be great. It'll be great. It'll be great. Um. So, oh man, I'm. St- I can't believe I'm right on this. Oh. Long, long time coming, <laughs> long time coming. Um, shout out to Kid Smooth. He put out a video yesterday that he said he thinks that uh, Playground Games isn't working on Fable, and that uh, they are. So, okay, so you you said they are, you, and and you confirm for yourself, right? Last last time I heard though, so like unless something's changed in the last two weeks, they're working on Fable. Sorry, kid. Like good video, and uh, you know, but uh, Jazz's man says it ain't happening. Uh, that, I mean, that... you know, it's plans can change, but as of right now, as of right this second, they're working on Fable. So. Okay. Now, is Xbox ever going to do an OG Xbox Mini? No. No, you just straight up know they're never going to do one? Not even for the collectors and nostalgia freaks out there? They're never going to do an OG Xbox Mini? Well, I don't know. I mean, what was the install base of the OG Xbox? Not, not, not 25 you. million? I believe. 20, 26 million, right around there. I suppose they could do it. Maybe slap the Master Chief collection on it or something. I feel like it, I feel like if Microsoft did that, they'd sort of, they'd, 
they do something that goes beyond somehow, like maybe make it so it can work with Xbox game streaming. So it's not just like this nostalgia box that you buy for Christmas and then put in a drawer and never use again, which I suspect is going to happen a lot to all those SNES minis that people thought were great. Kids, kids moves rolling his eyes at us in chat, by the way, he didn't, he didn't like you just shooting down his video like that. Jazz. Ah, it's it's wrong. (laughs) Sorry. Poor Jazz, or poor, poor kids move. Um, so, I mean, I, I take it you saw the PlayStation Mini announcement? Um, yes. I thought that was cool, but the games on it so far aren't good. So you th- you, so it'd be something that you'd be interested in buying for 100, 100 bucks. Well, this is the thing. My OG PlayStation still works. <laughs> so... Um, it's kind of like, why would I buy it? I've got my, I got my PlayStation One. I've still got all the games. They all still work. But like I say, like with the, the SNES Mini, I bought, I bought a couple of SNES Minis, and um, I didn't buy them for myself. I bought them as gifts. So I'll probably buy some PlayStation Ones as gifts. But if I want to play PlayStation One, I'll just pull my PlayStation One out of the closet. A lot of those OG PlayStation games are on PC now, like Final Fantasy Seven. A lot of them on our and- Android, even. No. What what PlayStation One games would you want to play? Uh, none of them. None of them. I, I I mean I don't play any. I don't even play a 360. Like I don't care about old games. You know what I mean? Like yeah, okay, okay sure. What, what games should they put on it then? Oh, PlayStation One. I mean Final Fantasy Seven, Final Fantasy Eight, Final Fantasy Nine. Um. Uh, what else should I put on there? Um, Chrono Cross. <laughs> I'm normally just naming RPGs that I loved on the PlayStation One. Um, Metal Gear Solid One was a PlayStation One game, right? Yes. Put that on there. That that needs to be on there. Um, well, considering Konami announced an exclusive Castlevania a remaster for PlayStation 4. I can see that being on the cards. PlayStation 1, uh, Metal Gear Solid 1 is one of the only... I mean, it got a GameCube remake, right? But that's it. It, did. it, it didn't get any other ports. Um, I don't think it's even on PC. I could be wrong about it. I think Twisted Metal. Uh, I like that game uh, back in the day. See, like a lot of a, a lot of the games would be like uh, uh, third-party stuff because Sony really didn't have you know a great third-party... Uh, studio or great first party studio, yeah. The T Rex thing, yeah. The T Rex demo should be on there. Donna Crisis should be on there. Resident Evil One and Two. Amnusia, Amnusia should be on there. Or was that a PS2 game? I think there might have been. Nightmare Creatures should be on there. Silent Hill should be on there. The first one. Oh yeah, yeah. Dude, I remember I played that, and I like that game scared the bejesus out of me, dude. You know. Sonic Hill, for some reason, Sonic Hill 1 didn't bother me that much, but Sonic Hill 2 and 3 absolutely destroyed me. Um, Yosemite Blam says Medieval. Yes. Oh, yes. Medieval. Put Medieval on there. I mean, you there's. Like Pandemonium? Pandemonium. No, doesn't sound familiar. No. Bloody Raw? Oh, man. Best fighting game ever made. Resident Bloody. Evil 2. There you go. Uh, that's, that's my favorite Resident Evil game. Uh, that's one I would put on there. God, there you go. Like the, PS, the PS1. Uh, like that was that was a great machine. I mean, I, I I that was when I was into RPGs. Like I was really into RPGs at that point. 
And I, oh, Legend, of, Fire, Legend of, of Dragoon. Who in chat remembers oh, Legend oh, of Dragoon? Me. I played that. I want I Sony to bring that back now. <laughs> Legend of Dragoon had like quick time events. Dude, Legend of Dragoon was awesome, man. I think I beat that oh. game three times. Thank you. I completed it twice, I think. Um, all the all the Final Fantasies, obviously, but we're getting those on Xbox now. Thank God. Uh, Bushido Blade, Command and Conquer, Legend of Dragoon. There's so many classics on that system, man. The PlayStation One was amazing. Yeah, the PlayStation Two is amazing. Like, if honestly, if I was ranking my systems, my favorite systems, it's 360, PS2, PS1, uh, as like my favorite. And 360 mainly because like I, I I played so many games, and there's so many great games on that that from that gen. But yeah, the PS2, uh, I would have. That that would be second, but yeah, PlayStation would be. I be think third. honestly, PlayStation One might be my favorite console of all time. Yeah, let me let us know in chat which uh, which console would be your favorite of all time. Would be kind of interesting. Parasite Eve. Parasite Eve. Yeah. Um. There was that. Uh. What game? Um. Maybe this was a place. Was it Shadow Remnant? Uh. Maybe I'm saying Shadow it wrong. Remnant. It was like an Shadow, RPG. Shadow no, I Shadow think Hearts it was, was a PS2 game. Was it a PS2 game? Okay, I, I, Shadow Hearts was. I don't know about Shadow Remnant. Shadow Hearts. Maybe that's the one I'm thinking of. Shadow Hearts PS- was like a dark, a really like it was like a a Silent Hill esque JRPG. I think that's the one I played because there was a sequel too. I just can't remember if it was on PS2 or PS1. It was three Shadow Hearts games, I think. Uh, on PS2. Yeah, so, yeah, you're probably right there. I remember. I, st- I still own them. I think. My brother was a big fan. Like, like the combat system had like a, it had like a spinning wheel. You had to like press at the right time. Ah mm. oh, man, just reminiscing about the old days. Some great the games on those uh, PlayStation Street Fighter man. Broken PlayStation controllers because of Street Fighter. You know, in like that that PlayStation Mini announcement, like I didn't really think any of the games were like, like outside of Final Fantasy VII. It's like, man, I hope they have some better games than those. You know, yeah, plus, I didn't think the games were that great. Yeah, plus I'm hoping, I'm hoping they're just working out the um the details, but it's like um I saw there was a thread about it about um actually no, it wasn't about the PlayStation. It was about uh, Final Fantasy VIII and how that they didn't have the original source code anymore, and that's why it's not coming out. Oh yeah, I did see that because 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 they just announced all the Final Fantasy. Remember, we were doing the podcast when they announced that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, so and, what, what if? What if they don't have the original source code for Metal Gear Solid? And that's why it's just never been... It was remastered for GameCube. Well, well, it was remade for GameCube. It wasn't remastered. Yeah, it was remade by uh, by Dennis Dyack's company. Uh, they, they did uh, Eternal Darkness. They also did Two oh, Human, yeah. Two Human for the 360. Um, if you guys remember. Who, who remembers Two Human on the 360? I want hey, that to come back. Didn't like it. I know I like I I know somebody who actually played Two Human Two. By the way, that never came out, right? I know, yeah, but this person's played it. Is it Phil? So. <laughs> Silicon Knights. There you go. That that is the name. Silicon Knights. The the name of the Silicon studio Knights. that uh, did Melgar Twin Snakes. They did Eternal Dark- Darkness, which was amazing. They did. Two I hate Human. you know in Twin Snakes. I hate that they changed Gray Fox's voice. Why, why would they do that? I don't know. Maybe we can get the voice actress again. I don't know. I mean, that they may, changed that. Maybe sad. 
They changed Snake's voice for Metal Gear Solid Five. There's a Metal Gear Solid Five. I've never heard of this game. Yeah, it, you know it's like the highest rated game of this gen. By the way, it's like a 95 on Metacritic. Ridiculous, right? Ridiculous. That is that is a masterclass in reviewer management. The fact that that's the highest rated game of all time it, it, on on this gen. It does not deserve it. I'm sorry, it doesn't deserve it. I gave it a seven. I didn't. I didn't really play much of it, but like, I think people were just like, they just wanted to give Kojima a good score for all the stuff he had put up with with uh, Konami. You know, like the fact that like that's like the like that game's rated higher than God of War. God of War is like the best game of the generation, hands down. Nothing even comes close. And it's like, nope, Metal Gear right there. Because like, uh, I think the I think the highest one is Grand Theft Auto Five, but that's a 360 PS3 game, so that doesn't count. You know what I mean? Um, I'm trying to even think like what like journeys like a lot of them are just games from last gen. Um, well, I guess I guess oh yeah, well Nintendo, Nint- like, I don't know, Nintendo shits out of Zelda and it gets 98s from everybody in the press. You know, <laughs> like nobody like the same thing with like Mario. Oh, here's Mario Odyssey 99, perfect. Nintendo games are amazing. There, there's no flaws, even though there's flaws that everybody can see. You know, I, but here's the thing: like, I always forget about Nintendo when I think about these things. Like, I strictly think of like Xbox, PlayStation, and third party. Like, Nintendo doesn't even come into the equation for me at all. That's how much I don't give a f about Nintendo. What about Smash Bros, man? Oh, Smash Smash Brothers is trash. Whoa, whoa! And I probably got a That's whole a bunch of statement. I probably got. A, you know what? Hit the like button if you agree with me about Smash Brothers being trash. I'm gonna dislike your video. No, you better not dislike this video. You better. Uh, you better damn right, I'm gonna dislike everybody video. in chat Smash right Bros. now. You got 340 people watching. I want 340 likes on this video right now. Objectively, objectively, Smash Brothers is not trash. Just call it trash, bros, dude. Dude, have you seen <laughs> what's going on with with Nintendo fans this week? No. Oh, the Bowser thing. The, the Bowser thing. <laughs> have, have you not I, seen um, that? I opened Reddit. And my my feed was spammed up with this Bowser thing, and I was like, "What is this?" Like for those who don't know, there's this like there's this meme about someone someone did like a a girl version of Bowser, and <laughs> everyone loves it and wants to make babies with female Bowser. Has oh. as um Nintendo acknowledged it? Uh, I don't. Nintendo's so. IP is getting abused quite a bit recently because didn't um. Stormy Daniels say that Trump's yeah yeah don't say it. yeah we don't need yeah we don't need we don't I don't, don't want to get demonetized <laughs> yeah, like, but dude yeah. like it's funny because like you porn and like the porn sites they posted like the traffic searches of Bowsette from like one day <laughs> to the next and it's like ludicrous man like woo rule thirty four really does exist for literally everything. But it's, it's not just Bow, it's not just Bowser now. I've seen, um, I've seen like a shy girl, and I've seen, I've seen uh, the Boo Ghost as a Boozette. <laughs> Boozette. <laughs> Shout out to um, Masturbator for the super chat. He says, "Never liked the video so fast, Rand. Thanks, man. Smash is trash. Hashtag Smash is trash." But what else, man? The, the girls have been cosplaying as Bowsette. I know like I saw Jessica already. Nigri post like her thing for it today, dude. Oh my lord. It's crazy, man. Oh wow. 
I mean, that's I guess it's just like you know, uh, gamers, man, gamers. And and on the other end of the spectrum, did you see uh, Total War Rome too getting review bombed on Steam? Yes, yes, I did. And what did they do to deserve to get re- re- review bombed, Jez? What 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 sacrilege did they commit? Apparently, there's like a small percentage chance that you can get a female general when you're playing as a Roman or something. So they, people they, said it was historically inaccurate. Once again, and, with um, the historically inaccurate stuff, huh? But apparently, nothing has changed, and it was just some kind of. I mean, I obviously don't know the full details about this, but apparently, nothing. Um, CA released it's CA, right? Creative Assembly. They released. Assembly, yeah. They released a statement saying that nothing had changed, and that it was just some like some post that went viral that said they'd up the up the spawn rate of female generals by fifty percent or something. But really, they hadn't. And someone data mined the game and posted that. No, seriously, they hadn't. But it was just like this, uh, you know, outrage thing. Everyone likes being mad these days. Well, that's the thing. Like, it's become like an outrage culture. Everybody's always upset about something. And even I don't know. People said like. I was being like uh, outraged with my video. I like I thought my video I made today about the whole like free like free to play thing was very it was very even keel. I didn't yell. It was just like in a one person's opinion, you know, just stated plainly. Like I, I'm not gonna go hunt down like Xbox executives or whatever and be like you need to do this or else or I'm you know like I don't know what it is, man. But people people love to get outraged about one thing and the next they like move on from like different outrages you know Dude, it's exhausting like it's really exhausting like for a little for a li- it's addictive though too i think like people get mad at something they're like they're not just getting mad at something they're expressing their which tribe they belong to you know it's like i'm part of this tribe that says this about this thing you know i'm part of this political tribe and stuff it's exhausting, man. I, I just, I just don't care. I like to see. I like to treat people as individuals. I wish we had more individualism. People could just, you know, be different. Like, like for example, I don't want to get too deep into this, but it's like, if some things like they go hand in hand. It's like if you believe this thing, you have to also believe this thing. And it's like, but no, but no. As, and like yesterday, I think it was yesterday or the day before, someone said because I, I tweeted that I was mad that. Um, Someone with a Zim keyboard thing destroyed me in Overwatch, right? And I was salty about it. As there was this, there was this dude with forty gamer score, literally <laughs> forty gamer score, using a Zim, blatantly using a Zim keyboard and mouse to um, snipe in Overwatch, and he was destroying. He was destroying everyone, man. He was destroying everyone, and um, it you know it made me salty. So I I tweeted something like. Man, I wish Microsoft would block these stupid mouse and keyboards. And then someone was like, oh, but Jez, don't you support keyboard and mouse on Xbox? And I was like, yeah. What, what's that got to do with anything? And they were like, um, uh, and he was like, well, you can't support this if you support that. And I was like, well, no, because keyboard and mouse, they're going to pull players in. They're going to pull players separately, you know, and I couldn't, I couldn't put across the point that my whole reasoning behind that was the destruction of competitive play, you know. So, I don't know. People, people are all or nothing. But every now and then, there are, there are gray areas. You know, there's nuance to consider. You know, you can. <laughs> I don't know. I just humanity depressed with me. Mm. You know, I don't. I don't see. I don't see the 330 likes for Smash is trash. 
So I'm I'm pretty disappointed in everybody right now. Everyone likes it. I mean, I guess there's like 140 likes, but I guess 200 of you really like Smash. They like trash. Of course I like Smash. Smash is bad. My Cortana speaker keeps going off, man. You know what's funny? The other day, my, my brother, he texted me and he's like, you want to play Fortnite? My brother texted me <laughs> to play Fortnite. And then he, I'm like, well, no, I don't want to play Fortnite. And then he was like, how about Battlefield like five? You want to play that when it comes out, right? And I'm like, well, yeah, I'm gonna, I'll get Battlefield Five. And he's like, I'm PlayStation, right? And I'm like, excuse me. He's like, well, you have PlayStation, just buy Battlefield Five there. I'm like, no, the PlayStation is used for exclusives. Everything else is on Xbox. I'm like, you've gone to the dark side. And what he told me, <laughs> told me that PlayStation's better. Xbox sucks. And I'm like, oh, my brother has betrayed the family. <laughs> Dude, my my brother too. My brother, I I my I gave my brother my old my old Xbox, and um, they went they went off to uni, and they sold it and got a PlayStation. How's that for betrayal? <laughs> I I feel so betrayed. I feel betrayed too. And and like he doesn't even care. Like I was like, so what are you playing? Are you playing God of War? He's like, what's God of War? <laughs> like, like, what are you playing on there? You playing Spider Man? Is he a normie? Yeah, dude, he's a total normie. He's like he's playing Dest. He plays Destiny, like Destiny and like Fortnite. <clears throat> like, doesn't even know, doesn't even know what like God of War is and stuff like that. <laughs> um, uh, normies, man. What are these normies like? I don't know, man. But uh, you want to take some uh, questions? Sure, man. Before we get on out of here, all right, guys. So uh, hit us up with some questions. We will answer to the best of our ability before we get out of here. But yeah, I literally text him like, "You went to the dark. You went to the dark side, man." Like, considering he's the one, like this Xbox Live account was hit. Like, he originally wanted Xbox Live, right? And I was like, "Nah." And then he was like. What should the name be? And I'm like Randall Thor because it was my favorite character. And then it, and then it was like, you know, 19. You know, so like it basically his account I took over, you know, during the OG Xbox. Katopsy wants to know why did the last Forza Horizon video look like shit? I think it rendered wrong. I don't know. I rendered it the same way I rendered in my review. I, I think it came out a little pixelated, but it's not. You know, I live and learn, I guess. Uh, Jay Venue wants to know: Should Xbox cancel Gold and have only a subscription for twenty five dollars a month with Game Pass and EA Access for PC and Xbox? Nah, nah. I mean, I would like for Xbox to like have. I should a, have it as an option. I would like for them to have a uh, option where you can subscribe to everything. You know, I think it's pretty dumb. They have two subscription services. Like, there should be a way to subscribe to both for a cheaper mm-hmm. price. Um, hopefully that runs, you know, uh, happens at some point, but yeah. Um, let's see. Frederick Quatman wants to know when will Xbox win its next NPD? If I'm being realistic, probably not the rest of this generation, unless they do. They some... usually do really well at Christmas if they have a good sale because PlayStation's more saturated. Well, so, I mean, last holiday, they came in. They they came in second in November. I think PlayStation won, and Xbox came in second, and then Switch came in third. 
And then December, uh, Switch came first, Xbox came second, so they couldn't win. Uh, they're not going to win any of the other months of the year. So the only months they have a chance of winning the rest of this year is November and December. And the only way they can win is if like they offer something crazy like a $99 Xbox. So I would say 10% chance they win one of the fall months. Next next year, they ain't going to win f- for Crackdown, that's for sure. Maybe when Gears 5 comes out, um, maybe, if Sony doesn't have anything that month. But other than that, I, I think there's a good possibility they, for the rest of the gen they don't win another one. Yeah, I'm pretty much feel the same way about that. Uh, Face wants to know, Randon Jez, uh, out of all the PS4 bundles, which will sell the most this holiday? Red Dead 2 bundle, the Spider-Man bundle, or the God of War bundle? I would, um, I would say the Red Dead bundle because it's just a regular pro, and I think that's targeted at a wider audience. I think the Spider-Man bundle was targeted at a very specific user, a user that owned a PlayStation already and wanted to buy a limited edition as well as Spider-Man fans. Um, and just by the, I, I think red dead one will sell the most, but that that's just my opinion. Jez. Yeah. I mean, my brain wants to say Spider-Man because it appeals to kids because it's the, the known IP. And, but I think my gut would say red dead too. I think it's red dead. Red Dead doesn't have the brand power of Grand Theft Auto. I mean, we all know it because we know Rockstar, because we're gamers, but I don't think Red Dead is that well-known amongst the normies, especially youngsters of this generation who are into Fortnite stuff. They don't know what Red Dead is. Red Dead came out a million, million years ago. Yeah. So, um, Just just for clarification, I, I said this once before, but I appreciate all the Super Chats we get for the support and everything, but if it's specifically about somebody else who's not here to defend themselves, I'm not going to answer it and will be deleted. So, not going to answer your question. But I, uh, I thanks for the uh, the money though. I appreciate it. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Um, I'm at. Yeah, we, don't, we don't do YouTube drama. Yeah, I, I don't do the drama. I'm at. Sen wants to know if there's a chance Microsoft is acquiring Obsidian. I'm. Yeah, I mean, potentially. We'll find out at XO, I think, if that's really true. Uh, Gilmar I, would Pon- love if they, if I would love Obsidian under Microsoft. I mean, there's, there's this school of thought, right, where people people like, oh, I don't think you, know, you should celebrate when a company gets bought out and they're exclusive. But the thing is, it's like, you know, I th- I'd always look at it from the perspective of what would help Microsoft, and I think Microsoft, if Microsoft bought Obsidian, then it would help them because Obsidian make really great RPGs, mm-hmm. and what holds them back a lot of the time is tech. You know, I think they're still using that Unity engine they made for, for like uh, Tide Torment and stuff like that, which I hate. I mean, I love their games, but I just hate the engine they use. So if Microsoft could help them sort out that stuff and make something a little bit more modern. I think that that could really deliver some solid, solid games. Right. In genres that are underserved. Uh, Gilmar, Gilmar Del Pontes wants to know, and this, you can answer this cause you tweet about it. What is going on with killer instinct? Man, I have no idea. Um, I suppose I could do some digging into that, but 
I think it's another situation where the game just didn't sell that well. I don't know. I imagine they made good money back on it because it's like it was rammed with money, microtransactions rather. And um, I can't imagine they didn't make any of their money back on it. But who knows? Maybe maybe it just did really poorly. I mean, even one on Steam too. So may- maybe they just to say, hey, you know, one Killer Instinct per gen, and they do a Killer Instinct two for next generation. I don't know. Um, Killer Instinct's a strange title because it was like it was a product of the the old thinking Microsoft, right? Where it's like everything's a service now, blah blah blah. And as much as I adore Killer Instinct's fighting style and the characters and stuff like that. That um, that microtransaction mode—I mean, pretty much a microtransaction mode—they released. That had so much potential, but the quality was awful. It was like these little—I mean, I don't know if you know—I can't remember what it's called now. Was it called Shadow something or other? Can't it was like Shadow, Shadow. Yeah, there was there was some Shadow mode they added. Yeah, I can't remember what it was called now. It's been so long, but um someone in chat will probably say it, but they added about, they basically added like a sort of story mode where you fought like procedurally generated battles across across the across the globe um and stuff like that it was really cool and it was interesting to hear more lore about the characters and stuff like that but it was all like it was all text boxes and all text based and it's like this isn't what i expect of a triple a company a triple a game yeah it felt really low quality low budget and i feel like Killer Instinct deserves better. Like I'd love Nether Realms to take on Killer the IP, for example. Mm-hmm. So Ermi er- wants to know: with the 007 car pack, does this open up GoldenEye HD remaster to be released? Uh, no, no. <laughs> that, that's no. They're just the cars. Uh, I, I've actually seen other people say that. Um, that uh, <laughs> that the oh the GoldenEye remaster is coming. Uh, I don't think I don't think that's a thing. Um, isn't the licensing stuff for that super complicated? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Burrow Boracho wants to know, any chance that other Fable games can come to PC or get X enhancements? Um, Maybe. Weren't they based on Unreal 2? Mm, I'm not sure what, what Fable was based on. Um, I mean, I guess it's always possible Fable 1, 2, or 3 gets like enhanced and back and pat for the X, like Halo 3 did and stuff. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I can't see those like the 360 games going to the PC. I mean, you presumably Fable, the next Fable will be on PC, so you'll get that. Um, if they're still doing Xbox Play anywhere, so yeah. Um, let's see. Sam Tolbert wants to know what is a realistic first year games lineup for Xbox Scarlet, including cross gen games. Uh, I think Fable is a given. Halo Infinite, you think? For I mean, for first year, you think Fable's a given? I think so. So are we talking like from November 2020 to November 2021, essentially? Well, I was thinking the next Xbox come out in 2021. You think 2020? I think it's 2020. Yeah, maybe. I don't. 2021 is too late in my opinion because Sony's definitely going to be out before then. So I, I think they both launched 2020. Although I don't know. There's still rumors that Sony's launching next year. Um, I think Halo Infinite's a launch game. I think Forza Motorsport 8. Uh, is a launch game as I don't think there's going to be a Forza game next year. I think Ninja Theory is going to launch their game around then. Um, trying to think if if Xbox uh, has it like I, I I think those three are like locked like Halo, 
Forza and Ninja Theories game. Um, but other than that, I'm I, I'm drawing a blank. I mean, I'm sure you're going to get like the third party stuff, but those are the three like I would put money on. Um, maybe we'll find out more at XO. Uh, I just I just got to wait and see exactly what's going on with some of their studios. I think Cyberpunk. Uh, I think Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk, yeah. I mean, I guess, yeah. I mean, they already did say it's for next gen and current gen, so I guess it's possible. Um, you know, it comes out then, and maybe Red Dead Two gets a remaster. You know, for for next gen. Oh God, so. yeah, the Red Dead Red Dead Two remaster, obviously. Um, <laughs> oh, God, Red Dead is like, I I I almost want to hate it because of how how Rockstar is just like doing the the whole you know gta online thing but i just can't because i know red dead's going to be amazing well i'm pretty sure it is so blank blank wants to know if we think spider-man is going to go multiplat for the sequel now where did this rumor come from because i've heard this too um rather people have asked me about it i haven't heard that it will i just heard people asking me um i think like the one of the producers said something about like the future of like Marvel, the Marvel gaming universe will come to like consoles or something. They like plural. Um, but I don't like, if I had to guess, I would say Marvel, uh, just Disney owns Spider-Man now. I'm, I honestly, I don't know what the IP stuff is between Sony and like, and, and Spider-Man and Disney. Like I think Disney owns the, the game rights, but like they did a deal because Sony owned the movie rights, so it was kind of like a Sony let them use Spider-Man in the movie, and then they got like the game deal, like as like you know like a bar. I, I don't honestly, I don't know about the IP stuff, right? Oh, it's um, so confusing. But I'm going to say, so Spider-Man Two, done by Insomniac, launching in 2021 on the PlayStation Five, is exclusive. Like that game is not coming to Xbox. Mm. I think what he meant was like, if there's other games like an Iron Man game or a Hulk game or something where like the, the IP isn't as convoluted as whatever's going on with Spider-Man. Uh, I think those will be multi-platform, you know? I mean, hello, we already have Avengers. I mean, Avengers is crystal dynamics and we pretty much know that's multi-platform. So, I mean, like is, I don't know if that's considered part of the, gaming universe or whatever but i don't think it's going multi-platform um i mean how i I don't expect them to announce it for a couple years anyways right Uh um all right so let's see uh one more question uh from fromy funnies wants to know do you think xbox 360 games will still be in games of gold once the scarlet comes out it's hard to say. Like games with gold goes from like having really great quality to really bad, uh, you know. Yeah, I, I feel agree. like they games with gold. They did games with gold was a direct response to Sony um, having the stuff for PSN. I think like it almost becomes redundant with Game Pass in a way. I don't know though. People are a big fan of it, but I well, okay. So if you assume they they'd start giving away Scarlet games and Xbox one games and Xbox 360 games. Do they give away six games a year 
or because they they didn't start giving away Xbox One games right away. They let the the library build up a little bit before they started giving them away. So I would imagine, I would imagine like they don't start giving away Scarlet games right away. But yeah, maybe when they do, it'll just be Scarlet and Xbox One, and they'll just drop the 360 at that point. So I could see that happening. Anyways, yeah. um, so that's it. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us, guys. Remember, Rand is always right and Smash is trash. Uh, do us a favor here. Uh, hit the like button and subscribe to the channel if you're new. Uh, Jez, tell the people where they can find your next article and what you're working on. All right, for windowscentral.com, find me on Twitter, at Jez Corden. Don't follow me, though, because my tweets are terrible. Yeah, Jez, I would follow Jez because he, 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 does, he does tweet some good stuff. So follow Jez on Twitter. Check his stuff out on Windows Central. And, you know, I drop videos all the time here on, on the channel. Uh, if you like the podcast and you like the videos, you know, give it a thumbs up and subscribe and all that good stuff. Hopefully we'll have this up on uh, iTunes and Google Play pretty soon. As I think we didn't, we, I don't think the other, up, the last episode's up there yet. I saw someone ask me about that. Um, I don't think so. So we'll, we'll get that up there, get it all sorted. Uh, I want to thank you guys for hanging out with us. Everybody who chatted, everybody who super chatted, really appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you next week, hopefully some, for some more awesome gaming talk. So, Thank you, everybody. Later. <laughs>